Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome, welcome everyone to episode 87 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. I'm Nick Hopwood. And I'm Jim Pilot. And episode 87 is titled Rethinking Retirement. Over the weekend, uh, so this is very timely, Barron's had an article, uh, Barron's is my favorite magazine, mm-hmm. by the way. Agreed. It's, very it's the good. only magazine that I subscribe <laughs> to, by the way. Yeah. Um, so over the weekend, they had this Rethinking Retirement column, which I think raised some pretty good timely questions about what people are thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. If they're in that retirement red zone, like, you know, five-ish years out or you know, five or 10 years out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that going through this pandemic probably brought up a lot of thoughts for people who are nearing, you know, the finish line, so to speak, of retirement. You know, there's, I think it raised more concerns. It raised more uh, doubts. Maybe people, I think, are not quite as confident as they were heading into it. Mm-hmm. I think the research showed that. I think the article even said, was it 68% went into uh, the the, before the pandemic, thought they were in good shape to retire, and af- after they came out of it, only uh, it was like forty-eight percent said they still felt as confident as they did before. So it was kind of eye-opening. Yeah, when you when you look at your portfolio and you have less money, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of a natural reaction. Yeah, but it depends on what day the survey was done, right? Because now the portfolios are back. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, so when you look at the portfolio, what else are you thinking about? Hey, maybe maybe I got a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the spouses was laid off. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, they took away 401k match. Right, or maybe or maybe somebody else in your family was affected, and now you got to help support the kids, or you have yeah. responsibilities, or what you feel are obligations now that you didn't have beforehand. Yeah, maybe maybe you you have fresh fear of the markets that you hadn't felt since 2008. Mm-hmm. Right, and back then you were a lot younger. Right. Yeah, in 2008, yeah, maybe you were able to blow it off because you had all this time, right? Yeah. And now... Yeah, that's why I was that, here. Oh, I got time. Yeah. You know, I don't worry about it. With that time window shrinking a little bit, it can cause a lot more anxiety. Absolutely. So in the, in the magazine, they profiled the guy who was 57 and wanted to retire next year. Mm-hmm. And first of all, it's really hard to retire at, at 58. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Right. Okay. You, you can't get Social Security, probably don't have a pension. You don't have Medicare, mm-hmm. right? And if you're private paying for health insurance, it's like what thousand dollars plus per, per person, person. <laughs> yeah, per person with yeah. a high deductible, right? I, mean, I hope your HSA is holding up, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, you, you can imagine how some people in this position might be, re, you know, responding with less confidence to the survey. Makes yeah. sense, right? Well, and, and I mean, even just. I think we've had such a good market for such a long time that it probably renewed fears that, wait, what if this does happen when I retire? What if it happens, you know, the day after I retire, right? And we get this big pullback at the absolute worst time. Can, am I still, do I still have enough? Am I still in good enough shape? Well, I have a fun story to share about that. My mom retired in October of 07, which absolutely was the market high mm-hmm. back in that time period. And between October 07 and March of 09, so mm-hmm. about a year and a half, right. it went down 59%. <laughs> it's a little bit to stomach. First, 
Yeah, first year and a half of retirement with no social security because she was a little bit younger. Uh-huh. So it was very wow. trying, mm-hmm. right? And that's just bad luck. Yeah. We don't know if we're gonna, re- you know, if you retire in 1991, you've got this great ball market ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And if you retire in 2007, you've got 10 years of, you know, well, I shouldn't say that. Between 2000 and 2010, 10 years of nothing. Mm-hmm. And the first 18 months out of, for my mom, out right. of 07 was negative, so. Right. So anyway, we, you know, it's just bad luck. Yeah, but that's, you know, when we do our retirement planning, we talk about the Monte Carlos, right, and running these simulations that show us, well, what happens if we don't get good market returns early in our retirement? Are we still in good shape? I think yeah. that's a good example of why that uh, proves valuable. Absolutely. And then the idea of having cash on hand, mm-hmm. right? If, you're, if you know that you're going to need $2,000 a month from your portfolio over the next 12 months, then doesn't it make sense to have 24,000 that's in cash ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it allows you to to ride out those uh, those times where the market's not doing what we want it to do, right? Where it's heading down and you don't want to have to be forced to take a withdrawal at the worst time. Yeah, so doing things like that allows you to continue to, ma- to maintain your, your proper risk profile, mm-hmm. which allows us to earn the projected returns that mm-hmm. we need, you know, to make it work. Right. Um, so what, what are some of the other solutions besides our, our cash story here? Uh, I think there's, I think it's a, a wake up call to maybe consider working that extra year, right? Resisting that urge to retire as early as you were hoping to. Um, I think people a lot of times underestimate the difference that that makes. You know, working one extra year allows you to put away that much more money. It allows you to, to forward a whole nother year without having to pull money out. Um, there's a lot of a lot of positive, really strong benefits to working an extra a year. Yeah, people say, say I'm 64 and I, I want to. I'm considering retiring today or at 65. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's a remarkable yeah. difference, mm-hmm. right? And I, if the if the math works, I'll I'll endorse right. retirement at 64. But I'll also show them. I'll say, well, do you hate your job? You know, mm-hmm. look how much more look how much more you could have. Yeah. If you like what you're doing. And so you're able to get an extra year of social security growth, mm-hmm. extra year of portfolio growth, extra year of deposits, um, getting to Medicare, uh, one less year of withdrawals, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's just all these things that really stack up. Yeah. And it, I feel like it's a quadruple edge sword. Right. Yeah, it's often underestimated, I think, but it's, there's a lot of benefits to it. What about the people that are um, you know, struggling this year and they have a lesser income for whatever reason. Um, you know, maybe someone's been out of work, maybe they had a pay cut, right. you know. Laid off or furloughed or, yeah. Uh, I think it's important to look at the portfolio to see if it makes sense to do some Roth conversions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more and more, everybody seems to be thinking taxes are eventually gonna go up, which only makes Roths more attractive. If you're in a year where your income is low, uh, it could be a really great opportunity to, to convert some of that traditional IRA money into Roth money at a really low or lower tax rate. Um, it could be it could be a really smart and wise thing to do. And my new favorite thing mm-hmm. is using our tool, which if we have your tax return, we can upload it and then identify uh, if, the, if, if everything else is the same mm-hmm. or make edits. But anyway, it, it allows us to say, 
if we convert ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand or fifty thousand or even a hundred thousand how would your um, taxes look differently? Yeah, what's the consequences for now, your taxes? Now, we're not giving tax advice, okay? No. But we can give you some projections, mm -hmm. uh, and it allows us to do it without having to bother the CPA. Mm -hmm. We can always rope them in, but a lot of times it's more efficient here if we're using our tool. You know, it's, yeah, it's a good way to start guiding our thoughts around it and, and seeing if, if it really could make sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense if you have a drop in income mm -hmm. for this year for sure. Also, if you don't have to take your required minimum mm -hmm. because of the, the CARES Act, you could convert that. That's, yeah, normally, that's true. Normally you cannot convert your RMD, so this is a year where you don't have an RMD. Mm -hmm. We just talked to someone uh, earlier today and they were continuing to take the required minimum and they were not getting the advice about mm -hmm. stopping it and we called all of our clients in March or April and said, this is the new rule. If you don't need it from your IRA, mm -hmm. you don't need to pay the tax. Right. right. You can take it from the other account or you can convert. Yeah, keep deferring it if you can. That's right. So there's a lot of people that are not taking advantage of this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, it would have been even better to convert back in March because <laughs> the, the market was down so much, but it still makes sense, uh, especially if we're in a low earning year. Yep. Uh, and, you know, risk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to always rethink risk, right? And, and if you were somebody who got very anxious when the market pulled back like it did, maybe you're not as aggressive of an investor as you thought you were, right? And maybe this, you know, fortunately we've had a, a rebound, right? But maybe this is the, the perfect time to kind of refill that cash bucket you just talked about earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And making sure we have living expenses for the next year or so. Uh, safe and, and available to withdrawal. Reevaluate, mm -hmm. right? And if you were panicking back in March and you score like a level one out of 100 on mm -hmm. risk, so you're risk averse all the way, right? We have to rework the financial plan and say, what's your rate of return expectation? Mm -hmm. Because money markets are paying zero, online banks are paying 1%. Treasury, 10-year treasury is less than 1%. 30-year mm -hmm. treasury is one point something. Right. So we can't assume that your portfolio is gonna grow by five percent or more, which means you're gonna have to work longer, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to say, look, you have to take risk mm -hmm. to a certain level where you're gonna have to, to have more money, it, you know. Right, there's only so many levers you can pull, right? And yes, it's math, <laughs> it's math. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we just we counsel people that we can take a measured risk, mm -hmm. right? We don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction where we go to cash in March, and then put it back to work now after it's recovered, mm -hmm. or even after it's recovered, you waited and did the right thing. You don't want to go to cash right. if you don't have enough money, right? Mm -hmm. But I also like to do a thought experiment. You know, what if you won the lottery tomorrow and you had a hundred million mm -hmm. after taxes, right? Yeah, you could by municipals, make three million a year tax-free. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Seems like a good deal. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so you can do a thought experiment like that and say, well, I don't need to take any risk mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I can handle it. Yeah, it's important to to constantly reevaluate, you know, reevaluate your uh, emotional <laughs> thoughts and, and about risk, for yeah. sure. But on the flip side, right, if we have a smaller portfolio, we need it to work. 
Yeah. It has to be working for you. Yeah. And I think that's important. It, I mean, you already hit on it, but just to say, I don't like the risk, we got to be more conservative. We have to update the financial plan to reflect that because you're right. I mean, if we're going to assume a lower, much lower rate of return over a, a, a retirement lifetime, um, it can it can have uh, surprising consequences. I think that'll cover it. I agree. Right. Plan B, rethinking retirement. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.